Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, I secured the bag. Actually, my dad secured the bag because when I got home today, he brought back four Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Four is the limit, right? That's the most you can buy, right? Is there a limit? I didn't know there was a limit. limit. Yeah. No, because I was talking to Emerald City Eater and he said he went to Popeye's and the person in front of him ordered 30 chicken sandwiches in front of him. I don't think you can do that. Really? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How is it? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Okay. First of all, it's amazing for $3.99. So for a $4 chicken sandwich, it's amazing because it's got that Popeye crispy skin to it. So good. I was talking to everybody and like, I want Jollibee to make a chicken sandwich. So Jollibee, if you're listening, I'm calling you out. A Jollibee (laughs) chicken sandwich. Just give it to us. I know you only do thighs and drums, but make it happen some way, somehow. Just do it, please. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I, um, there's a Chick-fil-A by my house and I haven't gone to it. Um, so it's been open. Is it because you couldn't go to it because it was closed today? No. It's a Sunday? No. No, that's not why I don't go to it. But anyway, (laughs) I don't go to it. So I've never been to it. Um, and then when I saw this Popeye, so I love Popeye's and every time I go South, I try to talk my family into like swinging by so we can bring some home. Um, you know, my husband hates chicken and it's, he doesn't eat it. He hates (laughs) the smell of it. And so like, my favorite thing is to like get a thing of Popeye's chicken and like throw it in the back of the car. And like, he's just like gagging the whole way home. (laughs) You so mean to your husband. Don't do that. So so anyway, when I've been watching my story, so yeah, I laughed at your stories because your story just came out right before we started recording. But then I also saw Emerald City Eater when he went to one and they were closed down um, because they lost power because too many chicken sandwiches. <laughs> He's gone three times. Totally. And the one at the Renton location, mm-hmm. they said, we don't have chicken sandwiches until September 1st. Oh my gosh. Now, as we're, as we're recording, it's August 25th. So you guys got to wait five days before they can restock. I'm amazed by this. Like, how do you run? Do you run out of chicken? Like, does Popeye's just run out of chicken? Or how does this work? Well, I'll let you in on a secret. I don't think they're making those chicken patties fresh at every location. I don't think they are either. (laughs) So (laughs) there seems to be a distribution problem. Just, you know, just peek behind the curtain, Nelson. I don't think they're like fresh battering those and frying them. So they, you know, they got got to prepare. Um, And and Emerald City Eater isn't the only one. I've seen people driving to like every Popeye's location in a mall. Wow, that's committed because I've pretty much been housebound quite a bit uh, for the last like four days. So I've only left the house like twice for like two hours at a time. And I'm just like, should I? And I'm just like, no, two hours is not enough time to get a chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to tell you the location that my dad went and got those sandwiches because I'm going to keep it a secret because I may go there later this week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It is not the Renton location, just to let everybody know. Yeah, because you just said no chicken sandwiches till September 1st. We got it. Good. I'm glad you were listening. I'm totally listening. (laughs) You always say I never listen to you. Meanwhile, that's all I do. (laughs) All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Well, welcome to our show. 
This is the Seattle Foodie Podcast. I'm Nelson. She's Monica. Monica, episode 50, 5 I know. Crazy. I know. Well, for our anniversary show, it's a 50th anniversary show. We're going to do something special. No interview today. You're going to have to keep listening to figure out what we're going to be doing. Monica, we only have one recap. So I'm going to just go ahead and start it off. And then we got some events to talk about. Okay, cool. So Monica, we didn't see each other that much this week. We only saw each other once. That was on Monday. And located in the heart of Capitol Hill is Bimbo's Cantina. Monica, this week, you and I, along with our foodie friends, as we mentioned, Emerald City Eater. Man, he's getting a lot of shout outs in this episode. I hope he's <laughs> listening right now. And Seattle Food Scene all checked out their menu of Mexican food and all day happy hour. What we really came out for at Bimbo's Cantina, Monica, was their new vegan menu. So they have a new vegan menu. Among the items we ordered included the vegan stoner nachos and the vegan tacos with rice and beans. You and I love the vegan stoner nachos. And I think Everybody at the table loved it too. It had spicy blaze Doritos, which by the way, Emerald City Eater and I wanted to make sure those are vegan, those Doritos. Those <laughs> spicy blaze Doritos. <laughs> yeah, we had to make sure. Because some because some Doritos are not vegan. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this could be really bad. So, but the spicy blaze Doritos are vegan. They also had melted vegan cheese, green onions, jalapenos, salsa, and vegan sour cream. And we also added vegan chorizo to go with it. As for the tacos, I really liked the buffalo tempeh tacos out of the three we tried. Mm. What about you, Monica? Uh, I agree. Like our entire table loved those spicy blaze Doritos. Um, there's something about them. And they really held up because, you know, some people take a long time to take pictures, which means food not only gets cold, but like if you're having chips, they get soggy. But these ones really held up and um, they were still crunchy when we started eating. And I think all of us, we finished that plate first. I mean, I was kind of looking around wondering if y'all wouldn't mind if I just like picked it up and like licked it. And I was already scraping bits of the vegan cheese off of it. The vegan cheese really kind of blew my mind though, because it was melted. And I was like, whoa my mind is blown right now um because i used to really be strict about no dairy because you know i'm lactose intolerant and i used to be really strict and i always look for a good cheese substitute and i never found one but now i found one so it's delicious people taking long time to take pictures monica why are you got to call out seattle food scene like that? i know right i know and <laughs> that was a really fun night too um because <laughs> that was the first time <laughs> he had been with us and um i think we ran her past some tests so she had some tests to pass and still the the jury's out about what's going to happen next time <laughs> results are results are yes, still pending results are still <laughs> pending uh the first thing was like drinking your drink before we're done shooting i mean come on now yeah i mean how could you, how do, could that? you do that i mean <laughs> yes you know everybody took one shot but you know how can nelson take the rest of his shots for the rest of the night i mean are you really gonna drink your drink <laughs> I mean, I am the fastest at taking all the pictures, so I just needed one shot. <laughs> Every 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't I don't believe we have to tell her like, hey, you know, you don't drink your drink until we're like 30 minutes in. <laughs> so that was strike no. number one. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just kidding. T Seattle food scene. We love you. You'll join us for some other adventures. You passed our test. But no, definitely Bimbo's Cantina. That was a fun time. I've walked by that many times. Bimbo's Cantina. Oh my God, and... me too. <laughs> so we're just going to have to stop next time yeah. and just get like a, we didn't get a chance to try the burritos. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we'll need to try to get that. I also like their quesadillas. The quesadillas that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. But I, you know, like you, I mean, I think we spend so much time walking blocks and blocks in Capitol Hill that we just yeah. never necessarily realize. Because usually, when we're there, we're always going to a specific place. Like even after we were done, we knew where we wanted to have dessert. We went there, and there were clothes, and then we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Then we were lost. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, well, what do we do now? That's what I wanted for dessert. Never mind the other two hundred desserts we can get here. That's what I wanted. So um, yep. maybe one day we'll just like legit explore, like explore and not have a plan. You know what the best part about Bimbo's Cantina is? Every day they're open till 2 a.m. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. Well, Monica, that's all we got for re- recaps. Hmm. Almost, almost said rehab. <laughs> that's all we got for rehab. We have some events, actually several to tell you mm-hmm. about. How about you start it off for us? Oh, let's start it out with a big one. So there's one reason to stay in town for Labor Day weekend, and it's Bumper Shoot. And that runs from August 30th to September 1st at Seattle Center. Nelson, one of your favorites, Lizzo, will be headlining, coming off an amazing oh, performance yeah. at the Capitol Hill Bach Party earlier this year. Yeah. Right? New man on the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> That's my favorite line. That's my favorite line because, you know, it's fantasy football season. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I don't have a new I, – I actually, I did draft – a Minnesota Vikings. So I do have a new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, now you can sing that one. Okay. So I've been to Bumbershoot many, many times, and I'll be honest, I've been totally disappointed with the food options. So Beats is a collection of restaurants that's going to be located on top of Fisher Pavilion for the entire weekend. And some of our favorites, like Musang, Woodshop Barbecue, Frankie and Joe's, Adana, and more, will be on site with something a little bit more than just a hot dog. And I know you like hot dogs, but you know I really don't. So Um, so it's pretty exciting to have, like, you know, a bunch of restaurants serving all kinds of food over that weekend. Um, Are you headed for Bumbershoot this year? No, I've been to it several Mm -hmm. times already, but... I am excited. There's some there's some really, really good headliners. Like you said, Lizzo's going to be there, the Lumineers, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, did, Carly Rae Jepsen. How did, I miss the Lumineers. Well, I miss the Lumineers. the Lumineers. I didn't see them on the lineup. Huh. I have to check it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Tickets for Bumbershoot are available on their website, and it starts at $109 for a single day pass. And you can buy just a variety of ticket options. So, Nelson, what else do you have? Because there's other big events going on that's not necessarily in Seattle. Oh, man, Monica. Okay, first, let's start off. Do the Puyallup. Do they still do that jingle? I don't know. I haven't heard it in a long, long time. No, they rebranded a couple of years ago, like maybe three, four years ago. Really? It's such a good jingle. (laughs) Well, anyway, Monica, it is fair season. And both the Washington State Fair in Puyallup and the Evergreen State Fair in Monroe are open. The Evergreen State Fair is already open. And now from August 22nd through September 2nd. So make sure you check them out now. As for the Washington State Fair, it starts Friday of Labor Day weekend and runs all the way through September 22nd. For all you early birds, if you want to get there early on the first day on Friday, August 30th, from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., there is a free gate admission if you bring a canned food for the food drive. And all weekend through September 2nd, kids under the age of 18 get free admission. Mm. So if you're 18 or under you're free. If you're over 18 and looking for discounted tickets, you can purchase discounted tickets at your local Safeway in Albertsons, as well as the South Hill Mall customer service area too. Monica, I want some Fisher scones and fudge. What about you? Um, I forget what you call them, but uh, they're these meat pies that they usually sell by the gate. And I like the storefront is like blue and white, but they're these savory meat pies. And I can't remember the name of them right now, but I always know them when I see them and I need those. 
I think I know the name. What's the name? They're called meat pies. Are you being funny right now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they had another name though. <laughs> I, th- I think they're. I think they are called meat pies. I'm not. I'm serious. I'm being serious. I'm being a little funny, but I'm also serious. I think they are. I mean, they're not like Aussie meat pies, but yeah, they're meat pies, I believe. Yeah, I just really like the pastry around it and then the way that they season the meat. And then whenever I go to one of the fairs, so typically nowadays I go more towards the Evergreen State Fair um, before because it's before school starts and it's closer to my house. Um, but I always look for them and just kicking myself that I can't remember the name. Um, I'm terrible at games, and so I try not to play them too much. Um, I still ride some rides, but not a lot. But yeah, so I used to always look forward to uh, Lopez Island ice cream too, but I'm not sure they come to the fairs anymore. Um, but yeah, those are some of my favorites. Seattle Fudge Company is always there. I, I always get the fudge there if I'm not at the Seattle Center uh, area. I, I really like their fudge and like again, Fisher's going. Yes. I mean, so they're nice. always everywhere, but I for some reason, I always buy a dozen at, or a baker's dozen at at the fair oh i know and i haven't had them this season because they were at the bite but i missed them and so i know you had some and annie had some and everybody had some but me so sad pandas and uh pialet fair that's the only place i actually won like a giant stuffed animal <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the only time it was many many eons mm-hmm. ago but i did win it i i threw a threw a softball into those milk cans yeah. and I actually hit something. Oh man, I can't, I can't believe I won. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I think the biggest win we ever had was at the Evergreen State Fair and it was like a huge husky. And you know, you know something about huskies, right? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a cute dog, yeah, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so funny. <laughs> don't you feel like you don't want to win like that big stuff animal because if you win it early it's like man you got to drag right? that thing everywhere that thing is heavy and that thing is huge I know. and you know you're never like, thinking that way when you have the opportunity right because when you're playing right. you just you never think you're gonna buy some, you're gonna win something big right unless you came to yeah. spend like hundreds of dollars and i wish they just give you the option to buy the darn thing um but i think that <laughs> actually what i said wasn't yeah. true there was one thing bigger that we won and we actually won it in san diego one time and it was this huge orca and so that orca this was back before there were like all these restrictions on flying that whole that huge orca had to come home with us and it like took up a seat and a half so anyway still have it i would have just given it I away i still have it i would have just given it away okay okay no way man we we earned that <laughs> we won that fair and square <laughs> okay okay not gonna argue here all right monica what else you got what else you have I have whiskey Wednesday because I've been, I've been laying low the last week uh, a little bit. So on Wednesday, August 28th from five 30 to seven 30, the Seattle gents will be hosting an event at hotel Sorrento. Nelson. I think it's pretty clear that my fashion game needs some work, but Seattle gents have it going on. (laughs) Um, You and me both because man, my fashion is jeans and t-shirt and on the occasion flip-flops that's uh that's my fashion style hey man. you've been wearing the loafers <laughs> the loafers, I've seen you with I loafers. Do wear the, they're the boat shoes yeah they're my yacht shoes my my yacht shoes yeah absolutely okay. but uh yes i i could always use some style for sure i mean i think the most dressed up i got was when i went to auction of washington wines and actually wore a dress and heels and my parasol <laughs> 
<laughs> but that was a little extra. So anyway, Whiskey Wednesday, it's a chance for you to meet people who love all things fashion and lifestyle over a craft cocktail. So I hear they'll have a specialty cocktail menu available. And tickets to this event are free, but you have to register on Eventbrite. Um, and I'm not really sure, but I would assume that you have to pay for drinks. And, you know, maybe they'll have a little something, but I'd go expecting to, to pay for your own drinks. As you know, we've been picking up drinking lately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I... I'm not going to say the show might be partly responsible, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, for sure. I've been trying to take it easy lately for any number of reasons, but uh, Whiskey Wednesday does sound really good. (laughs) No, there was a. Did you see the video I had last week last week at Current Bistro? They had this drink called the Bonfire of the Golden Garden. That was beautiful. Yeah. A smoked whiskey. I mean, they they kept pumping smoke into it and it. And by the time you you drank it with the rosemary, it was very smoky. It was very good. Mm. So like I said, whiskey has been something that we've been picking up lately. Yeah. I also (laughs) saw at Current Bistro, um, was it called a a wing for flights or something like that? A wing for flights? Yeah, Yeah, I think I believe that's it too. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. And that was one that I was kind of interested in trying. So I might have to stop by for happy hour soon. All right, Monica, I'm going to move on because I have an east side event for us. All right. We've mentioned Garzon Latinx Street Food in one of our previous podcasts, and they will be in Bellevue at Third Culture Coffee this Sunday, September 1st from 1 to 6 p.m. I got a chance to check them out when they were at East Trading Company a while mm-hmm. back, and their menu is really good. Right now, the menu for this this pop-up will be posted on their new website, so make sure you check their link in the bio on Instagram. It's not quite out yet, but this week, I think they're going to have it on the beginning of the week, so check mm-hmm. the, check it there. One of the items they did mention they'll have is the cassuela. Uh, they had it at their previous pop-up, which is a plantain with sofrito poached fish and white rice. So you'll look forward to having that on the menu. That sounds really good. Um, well, I'm probably not going to make it to the east side. And I know this will be maybe their second or third pop-up at Third Culture Coffee, which is a space that I love. Um, so sad I'm going to miss it again. Yeah, they had one back in May, and they might have had one in between that too as well. I think they just had one this last week. It's a very good venue. It's a very large space if you've ever, if you've not been there before. Mm -hmm. Near Main Street, Third Culture Coffee, good pastries, good coffee. They have, I don't know, they have some swinging chairs that you can sit on. Swinging chairs. Which which way do they swing? Uh, (laughs) Both both ways. ways. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> up and down back and forward left and right <laughs> all directions okay, I'm just okay. <laughs> oh i guess i just i have never noticed before never heard anybody talk about it so swinging chairs got yeah. it swinging chairs <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think they're porch swings i think they're old porch swings that they end up putting in indoors oh, that's kind of cool okay and then monica I have one more too as well. Last event of the evening before we move on to our grand finale. Seattle Chef's Table. Seattle Food Scene put us on this event. So Mm -hmm. shout out to them for letting us know about this. On Wednesday, United Way of King County Emerging Leaders will be having a Chef's Table event at Ethan Stoll's restaurant, Freelard Pizza Company. Munch on pizza for a great cause. At the event, there'll be a short program about homelessness, solutions to finding people, jobs, and homes, and how you can help to, of course, help them find a solution. Tickets can be purchased at 
uwkc.org and it will sell out. The tickets are $25 right now, Monica, and I have a feeling it's going to sell out before Wednesday. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think this is part of the United Way of King County, you know, like you were talking about the Emerging Leaders Program. And I see um, them post about it occasionally. So it's really interesting to learn what this group, this cohort is doing uh, to to help solve the homelessness issue um, in Seattle. If you guys aren't doing anything, make sure you head out to Free Lard Pizza on Wednesday. All right, Monica, we got through all the events. Are you ready to tell all our listeners what we're about to do? Um, Sure. You want me to tell them? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I hyped okay. it up. Now it's going to be like this uh, type of thing. kind of thing. <laughs> so you guys, Nelson and I were talking about it, and really we haven't done a neighborhood focus in a while. And so today's focus is on the east side. So let me just say that uh, we've done a couple of neighborhood focuses in the past, and Eastside has always come up as something people have been interested in. Um, so finally, here we're going to go. And I just want to point out that Nelson is the absolute expert out of the two of us on the East Side. So I bowed down to him. Um, I just don't <laughs> go to the East Side that much. And when I do, you know, I pretty much go to the same places or try a new place or two. So really, he is a huge resource. And just shout out to you, Nelson, because I know I'm going to learn a lot from you today. Yeah, it was a bit hard because when we do a neighborhood focus, I mean, it's just on one part of the Mm -hmm. Seattle, one part of the city in Seattle. For the east side, I mean, we had to, it was the greater east side, right? So we included my hometown, Issaquah, Bellevue, Redmond, Kirkland. And it it was, it was hard (laughs) because during the research, I think I wrote like 20 different restaurants and I had to whittle it down to my top five. And it was very difficult. (laughs) Let's face it, Nelson, you always have a long list anyway and have to whittle it down. (laughs) So we've also learned a lot since we did our first neighborhood focus way back when. I think we might've come in, um, we might've come into the Chinatown one with like 50 I'm pretty sure it was a pretty yeah. hefty list. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like 20 children, and I had to like whittle it down to quintuplets. So it's very difficult. If very, you had to difficult. get rid of five kids, which would you get rid of? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh, and then and then after that Chinatown one, I remember you just like the show was so long, and I'm just like, why are you telling me? It was all you. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. I'm going to I'm going to start it off. This one is a place that I've been going to for a long, long time. It's in a little mini mall area. It is Broiler Bay Burgers. Monica, it's it's nothing fancy. I mean, it is straight cheeseburgers or just burgers in general. Okay, it's just really good, really cheap. It's just a quick lunch. I always get the double bacon cheeseburger and you always got the onion rings. But they also have deep fried zucchini mm. and my favorite shakes, because you know me, I like fruit, the black raspberry shake. And then if you don't want that and you want a little bit of a kick, the mocha shake, Ooh. those are probably my recommendations. But they, they have tons of options there. They have cheesesteaks that you can order as well as pastrami and patty melts, or you can get a burger with grilled onions. Sky's the limit. I mean, if you just want like a good burger on the east side. I always go to Broiler Bay. Uh, that sounds delicious. I've never been there, but you gave me a good sort of view of the menu and things that I should be ordering. So sounds amazing. You're not going to spend more than $15 hmm. there. Just total. Yeah. It's always going to be $15 or less. And you get a shake, a drink, or a drink or shake, a cheeseburger, as well as a, a side. That sounds like a great deal. I mean, I, I'm hard yeah. pressed to find a meal for under $15 in Seattle. 
<laughs> All right, Monica. So what do you have to start off? I'm going to start off with a business that I've known the owners for probably 10 years. And honestly, they are probably single-handedly responsible for me starting to branch out and actually come over to the east side. So uh, my first business is the Box and Burgers. And so they have a location in Kirkland. And those of you on the east side know that they also have a truck and trailer. Um, so they stopped coming to Seattle a long time ago. And so whenever I wanted to, I, like I would hop on the bus during my lunch hour, take a two hour lunch and come see them in Bellevue. Um, <laughs> but really, I mean, Nelson, this is when you and I were just really getting to be friends and you'd see my Yelp check-ins and be like, what's Monica doing in Kirkland? Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I being Kirkland, but honestly, you know, anyone that can make me buy a salad because it's so good, like hats off to them. So my absolute favorite salad in the world is their chop chop salad. And you can get it a half or whole order. And you got romaine, ham, apples, tomatoes, cilantro, red onions, Parmesan cheese, all this kind of stuff. But their dressing, their dressing is so good that I also buy bottles of the dressing when I'm out there and bring it home. Um, if you can't just eat a salad and you need to have some protein, what I always get is the chicken karaage plate. Karaage. <laughs> karaage. karaage. Um, I get the chicken karaage plate because you get the fried chicken, you get rice, and then you get a side of the chop chop salad. So you get the best of both worlds. I mean, I just love it. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things the restaurant location is known for that you cannot get on the truck are burgers. So my I've tried a bunch of their burgers. I mean, I have to tell you, tons of them. One of my favorites is the Hilo Boy. So I'm from the Big Island of Hawaii, and Hilo is on the Big Island. And this is basically a loco moco burger. So loco moco in Hawaii is basically rice, egg, you know, gravy. All you just mix it all together and just eat it. So this burger is a charred pat patty with caramelized onions, smoked bacon confit mushroom duxelles and uh, fried egg and peppercorn gravy, which adds a little bit of kick. Um, they have a pretty good parking situation, but just be warned if you go there, it's often busy. You know, I used to stalk you all the time on Yelp and it was easy for me to stalk you, but you check into so many food places now <laughs> these days. I can't even, it's so hard for me to stalk you. It's just, just so hard. You're so funny because like, know. I hardly check in now. Usually here's, here's what I get on my <laughs> notification. Nelson tagged you in a check-in. <laughs> <laughs> so so i think i'm actually not doing a great job of checking in i think uh it's just been busy lately so um uh, mm -hmm. so i don't know but but sometimes i do look at your check-ins too i'm just like oh i wonder what nelson's doing <laughs> always at the gym ladies always at the gym oh man all right what do you got up next okay monica happy hour i always tell everybody hands down on the east side this place is probably my favorite place for happy hour i've been going it for so many years now it's john howie steakhouse now john howie has some really good steaks if you want to go and have dinner nice night out ladies if your man did something wrong you you tell him to take you to john howie steakhouse to make it up for <laughs> you but if he is really good and he's awesome, then you'd go to the bar and you have happy hour because they have some of the best happy hour stuff on the east side. First of all, I always get the USDA prime beef bacon cheeseburger. Mm. It is so good. I think bar none, probably the best steakhouse burger in Seattle, in my opinion. I mean, that's that's high praise. It's high yeah, praise. I've seen that picture on your feed. It's It's a nice burger. It's amazing. In addition to that, 
I always take first timers when people are like, Hey, where should we meet up? Where should we go eat? You let's do happy hours. Like, great. Let's go to John Howie because I always want my friends to try the tempura fried kiribota bacon. Mm. Oh my God. So it comes in like six different, about four to six different slices of bacon. That's tempura fried. And it is amazing. So delicious. And then if you are out on a late night, you can also get the chocolate lava cake too, as well. That's really good. And Monica, as you were talking about alcohol, bourbon, they have Pappy Van Winkle. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Pappy Van Winkle is this expensive bourbon out of Kentucky, aged, and they have a 1991 aged bourbon that is $1,600. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So if you happen to go to the casino, win a nice little, what, $3,000, $5,000 jackpot, you know where you can go to celebrate. (laughs) Sounds great. You know, I'm really bad at like the names of liquor. Maybe that's because, you know, once I get going, get all blends together. I go by like smell and color. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds delicious. Pappy Van Winkle is probably one of the most renowned like aged Mm. bourbons that you'll find. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Okay, and then Monica, tell us about the next place. This is actually also in the Bravern. John Howie Steakhouse mm-hmm. is in the Bravern. The next place you're about to talk about is also in the Bravern too as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go with another place that has the power to draw me to Bellevue. And it's Dollar Shop. You know, just everything about it just always calls to me. I mean, I, I love Hot Pot, but there's something about their Hot Pot. I mean, it's the most sort of, It's the best hot pot I've had in the area for sure. And, you know, as we talked about before on the show, people say it can't get expensive. It can, but I've also been there for lunch with just one person and it's been pretty reasonable when people order the right amount of food instead of, you know, like too much food, like other people. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, you can get really fancy with your proteins like spot prawns and lobster and scallops, wagyu all that kind of stuff. But for me, one of the things that's really underrated about Dollar Shop are their handmade noodles. And I have to eat them every time. And, you know, last time I went with you, I ate them myself because you didn't want any. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) But they taste so good. And everything is so fancy. Even their mocktails were delicious when we were there. The kumquat lemonade. And um, pro tip, guys, don't forget to buy that sauce bar because for $2.99, you can get trips there and choose from like, I don't know, 30 sauces. Um, and they also have mm-hmm. complimentary soft serve. That kumquat juice, oh, man. man, that yeah. you ordered. That was so, so good, good. right? So, <laughs> I've, so, I've so been good. like racking my brain, just like, how do you make kumquat lemonade? I'm just like, oh man. Yeah, I've been wanting it. So I might have to go back again soon. Okay, Monica, I have my number three mm-hmm. choice. Like I said, I live in mm-hmm. Issaquah and this probably is the best restaurant in Issaquah. Max, I'm talking about Max's World Cafe. If you guys have never been, that's okay. Because back in the day, there was only about three tables that you wow. can sit at for lunch. But they've expanded. They've expanded into a full restaurant. So now you can just go in for lunch, breakfast, and dinner. The food is out of this world. It's a mixture of everything. For breakfast, there is Max's Portuguese breakfast with Dad's smoky Portuguese chorizo. Mm. And then for lunch... I've had Max's fish tacos with corn tortillas. They use Alaskan cod. It is amazing. Just out of this world. There's also a mom's crispy pork sandwich and a crispy buttermilk chicken sandwich too as well. And then for dinner, if you go for dinner, mom's goat curry with basmati rice. And there's a braised lamb shank that you should order. Oh, I love lamb. See the eclectic items. It's just 
just worldly mm-hmm. items. I mean, it's it's amazing. Are so, all the menu items named after people like Max or Mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's mean. It's I don't know if Max is the owner or who it is, but it's always it's a, a mom recipe or dad's recipe. So it's a very nice mom and pop type of place, and they do a great job. Like I said, Issaquah not the place for the best cuisine. <laughs> so, but but this place really stands out. And I talk to a lot of people, and Max's World Cafe is is probably always comes up as one of the better restaurants in Issaquah. That's awesome. I've never been there so so much. I mean, and sometimes just that homey feel, right, about having just comfort food. And like you're saying, like the menu items are so different. You know, it's not like, oh, it's just like, you know, chicken and biscuits. They have a lot of different stuff, which is great. Now, Monica, this place you're ta- you're going to talk about next, I actually drove by it. I think, I believe it was on a Thursday and it is still so crowded. I can't believe it. It is, I mean, the outdoor patio, people are just still there and there's tons of people still waiting for tables. So tell us about your next choice. Um, I'm pretty sure that Thursday we also drove by and saw the same thing because <laughs> uh, I ended up in Redmond that night as well. Uh, but the business we're talking about is Spark Pizza. And I have to tell you, for me, pizza, there's only two kinds of pizza for me, like excellent pizza and then all the rest pizza. So like, I mean, there's mm-hmm. only a handful of places that I think are doing a really great job at pizza. And below that is just all the other pizza just kind of lumped together. I just think it's one of those foods for me. But Spark Pizza, you know, I just wish I lived closer because honestly, like it, it just still continues to blow my mind. My absolute favorite pizza I think that I've tried there is the honey and spice and everything nice pizza. Um, just mm-hmm. the type yeah. of pepperoni cups that they chose and like the care that went into choosing the right kind of pepperoni is amazing to me. That tomato sauce, mozzarella, and that spicy honey is what kills it. And everything is locally sourced whenever possible. And that honey is from, from, from a local um, distributor. Just really fantastic pizza. It's what you call it, Nelson, and I agree with you. You call it adult pizza. So I think pizza like this would be really lost on my son. He would just kind of meh. But really, it's... It's thoughtful and complex in terms of how the ingredients fit together. Even that dough, that dough is something special. It's thin, it's a little chewy, it's a little crunchy. I can't say that I've had pizza dough like that anywhere else in the area. I just love the little honey drizzle yeah. on it, on the honey so spice good. and everything nice. Now, you talked about pizza. I also love their share plates yeah. too as well. Like their their OMG burrata mm-hmm. plate. I, I love myself a good burrata. And they do a holy mackerel bruschetta too, because mm-hmm. they wanted a fish on there. They chose mackerel. Uh, amazing, totally. amazing. So, and then uh, they also have some really interesting desserts. So my my panna cotta don't want none. <laughs> they have really funny names for their items. <laughs> but you know, I ate this, and I was kind of thinking about it when I ate it. I didn't really look at the menu, but it's made from coconut and almond milk, so it's gluten free and dairy free. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's kind of a nice dessert. And thought, I think they really got the texture right, which is the hardest thing when you're making panna cotta without dairy. And so I thought it was really delicious. Mm-hmm. So as Nelson was saying, you guys, it's still busy and they've been open for a while now. They have a really small parking lot, but they do have this awesome outdoor seating patio. So um, check it out. Always good when you don't have to push through a dessert, Monica, like you always do with those lactose <laughs> So Nelson, this next place that you have on your list, I have been dying to go there and I just haven't. So tell me everything I need to know. Okay, guys, before I 
start telling you about this next restaurant, you have to make reservations. I'm, I cannot stress that enough because if you decide, hey, I want to go and check out Ishoni in Bellevue and let's just go. No, that's not going to happen. Whether it's two people or four people or eight people that you're having a party with, you have to make a reservation for Ishoni because it's a smaller restaurant and it does fill up fast. If you do get a table, it is probably one of the better Japanese barbecue style type restaurants in the whole greater Seattle area. It's smoky. You walk in and it's like tons of smoke because it is over a charcoal hibachi and you're cooking and you're cooking it yourself. But they have some really good meats. Now, there's another place called Gukaku, which I love too as well, which is also in Bellevue. But I think the quality of meats are a little bit better at mm-hmm. Ashoni. Let me tell you some of the ones that I really like. There's the beef tongue with green onion, uh, the beef short rib karubi with salt and pepper. And they also have an A4, A5 Wagyu steak from Japan, which is they sell by the ounce, just to let you know if you want to get a little bit fancier than that. But it is great. If you love grilled Japanese meats, this is the place to go. It's uh, I think it's pretty authentic with the charcoal hibachi. It's a great experience. You guys should definitely check so this out. So I have to grill my own meat? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is there an option to have somebody grill it for me? <laughs> sure. Sure. Of course. Bring your husband or bring a friend They and have them okay. do it. We'll try it that way. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> or just or just bring me. I'm always down for a Shoni. I can I'll I'll be happy to cook the meat for you if you pay. Oh, for if it. I pay for it. <laughs> it will work for food. <laughs> Yeah, okay, good we'll to know. For food. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> okay, Monica, give us. Ooh, you have a bubble tea on your list. Tell us about this one. <laughs> so, uh, bubble tea is another one of those things where there's like really excellent bubble tea, and then everything else is like, eh, whatever. Uh, drive-through boba. I don't get to the east side much, but every time I do, I always have to go by to see if they're open. So, guys, if you don't know this already, the hours can be inconsistent. So, you know, just be prepared for that. Keep up with their – I think Facebook is where they update whether or not they're open um, as much as possible. Uh, What I love about drive-thru Boba is they have a really simple menu. So you're not going to find 40 or 50 different kinds of drinks. It's a small menu, but I love their hojicha. So hojicha – is you know more of a roasted bean and so really it's got a a deep nutty flavor compared to matcha which tends to be a little bit bitter and so i like to drink the hojicha lattes there and i also typically buy a bag of hojicha powder to go because i know i probably won't be back for a while i also love their coffee jelly I like that it's firm and cut into small cubes. Other places have coffee jelly that's like really soft, um, you know, and that's okay. Like so that, but these always just kind of, I just love chewing them. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Um, and then sometimes they have specials. I'm not sure if this is still on the menu, but the last time I was there, I had the white rabbit ice cream and it was delicious. I mean, I think white rabbit takes me back to my childhood and takes a lot of people back to their childhood, um, but so sweet and delicious the white rabbit i missed that this summer so i i, I want to go back and try that out just to let people know they close from time <laughs> to time guys so they're so even though even though they have those hours like that they say they do <laughs> they're just a guideline make sure you call in advance and make sh- and see if they're open or not before you head out to the east side and, do- yeah, and don't get disappointed uh, so let's see uh yeah and so i'm ready to go back there again 
So Nelson, it's so funny because your next business on the list, actually, I'd forgotten about it, but I know exactly who they are and have had their stuff too. So tell us. Yes. So the place that Monica was talking about is called Midori Bakery. Now, I think the reason you kind of forgot about it is that they moved back to their old location recently. So that's why you kind of forgot is that they they had a location in in downtown Redmond, but they moved back to their older uh, Hmm. bakery location. And Midori Bakery is makes some of the most Mm -hmm. amazing pastries. I mean, the first time I had it, the Queen Amon. I mean, their their Queen Amon is amazing. Spelled so weird, but it's so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) How long did it take you to figure out how to pronounce that one? (laughs) The coin. Coin Eggman, yeah, <laughs> Coin Eggman. I had no idea what it was, and then I was like, "What is that? How do you pronounce it?" It's like, "Oh, the Queen Amon." Well, why didn't you spell it Q U E E N in the first place? Then, hello. Oh man. Uh, I mean, I'm serious. Like, it it went from like pronunciations in my head to like Cro Magnum to like <laughs> to like Corn Agamon. I don't know. So it was really difficult. Yeah. But the Queen Amon is amazing there. You know how much I love savory pastries. I, I'm always just attracted to savory pastries. Mm-hmm. Ham and cheese croissants. Their croissants are so flaky and amazing. I love their bacon scone. They also have a lemon ginger scone. But they have so many great stuff that it's it's always a great great time to just grab some pastries. And then now, because they're back at their old location, they specialize in cakes now too, Monica. Oh, yum, yum. Yeah, the first time I tried them was at like one of these big events where there are like, you know, 30 food vendors. And when I tried them out, because, you know, I love pastry as well, but I'm pretty picky about it and definitely picky about Queen Amon. And, you know, Nelson, if you ever get confused about how to order, just order the stick of butter because that's about how much is in each pastry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I agree with you. Totally delicious. Well done. And just such high quality of uh, that flakiness, that butteriness. I mean, I just love it all. All right. And Monica, you have one last one in Kirkland. Tell us about that one. I do. So HB Beverage is a place that I love that I hardly ever get to because it's not just in Kirkland. It's kind of usually off the beaten path of where I'm going. But um, it's a place that serves smoothies. Uh, They serve raw juices and they also serve acai bowls. So it's a really cute space, but it's a really small parking lot. So, um, you know, just just be mindful of that. There's a couple of things I love there. First of all, they're smoothies. These, I don't know if I would call them smoothies because they are so thick. It's more like soft serve, really. They're extremely thick. So like the peanut butter and jelly smoothie has berries, peanut butter, and banana in it. And it's delicious. And, you know, they they heap it over the top of the cup, about three to four inches over the cup. And then they stick a straw and a berry in it. <laughs> and so, you know, just get to eating it because, you know, eventually it'll be a smoothie, but it's more like soft serve. I also love their dragon bowls. So when I'm eating acai bowls, I always look for a place that also has pitaya because I also um, love to switch it up sometimes. So their pitaya has, uh, they blend it with coconut, blueberries, blackberries, kiwis, and then they drizzle honey on it. And all of their bowls come with their house-made granola, coconut, and hemp seeds. And so I know you like this place too, Nelson, because I've seen it in your feed before too. Yes, I love HB Bevco. It is one of my favorites. I can never get past the acai bowls. And I can never <laughs> and I love I always get the dragon bowl as well. It's mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite. And it it ruins all the other places I Doesn't go to for acai. It, it does. Because really I'm, I'm like every time mm-hmm. I get it, I was like, oh, 
it's not as good as HP Bevco. Yeah, <laughs> it just really isn't. But you're you're right. It is behind the building, so you have to yeah. drive around it. But as soon as you drive in the back of it, it's like you can't miss it, though. Yeah, no, you can't miss it. And if there are no parking spots, I mean, just the way that it's arranged on that highway, it's just like good luck, like spinning around some more. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Real. All right. right, Monica, that was our top ten. Your top five, my top five favorite places to eat on the east side. We do have honorable mentions. So why don't you just go ahead and list off your favorite honorable mentions that didn't quite make the list. Just give us like a minute summary of all, all the ones that you have for your honorable mentions. For sure. Um, let's see. I love H Mart. And I know, you know, they have they have a deli there. I like their food there. Short ribs, teriyaki. Uh, Peony. We've been there a bunch of times. The one thing I'm going to say to order is the five spice duck. It's not Peking duck. It's five spice duck served with grilled lemon and you eat it with crepes. It's beautiful and delicious. Next is Wow Wow Lemonade in Kirkland. Um, I love their lava flow, but they also serve uh, acai bowls and they also serve a bunch of different kinds of smoothies at their storefront, whereas you can only get their juices when they're on the street. Next up is Blazing Bagels in Bellevue and that might and, and Redmond. That might seem like a weird one for people, but honestly, I'm more likely to go to Redmond or Bellevue for Blazing Bagels than I am to their Soto location just of, because of logistics. Any of their bagels I love, but especially the pizza and the Asiago. Xiaoji uh, J in Bellevue for the Xingjian Bao, uh, Juicy Shanghai Pork Buns. So that's my honorable mentions. What about you, Nelson? Okay, Monica, mine's a little bit longer because like I said, I had to cut out 15 of my children to I go know, to quintuplets. So. so I had to rush through mine. You, I noticed <laughs> I gave like a minute for me. Now I'm going to start my timer. I know. <laughs> go ahead. Well, in Kirkland, if you want Thai food, Isarn Thai is a pretty amazing. Their cow soy is really good, according to Emerald City Eater. It's probably the best, according to Emerald City Eater. So you've got to get that cow soy. I honestly love the crab fried rice there. Mm. Facing East is probably one of the best Chinese restaurants in Bellevue. The bows with the braised pork is amazing. I really love that. And their shave ice rivals that of Din Tai Fung. I think it's better than Din Tai Fung shave mm. ice, just to be honest with you. Sandwich House Trace. You, Sandwich House Trace is very popular if you love Japanese style sandwiches. You can get the strawberry. That's probably the most famous one. So sandwich house trace. You can also find it at Maya too, as well in Kai Market out in 400 Bearview. Senior Taco. Their fish tacos are amazing. Alaskan codfish. It's amazing. It rivals the the type of fish tacos I had in San Diego. It just reminds me of that. Stone Korean restaurant in Redmond is probably one of the best Korean restaurants on the east side. I love their Korean fried chicken. Make sure you get that there. And then there's also another restaurant. Don't don't get these two mixed up. There's called the Stone House, which is also in Redmond. Very great American cuisine. Really, really upscale. Love doing that. I always love to go to the Stone House just before like the Cirque du Soleil concerts out in uh, Marymore. Hmm. And then finally, if you're looking for a place for dim sum, you got to go to Factoria and go to Top Gun. That's probably one of the better dim sum places if you're craving dim sum on a Saturday, Sunday, or just on a weekday for lunch in general. Yeah. And that is my honorable mention, Monica. Hey, that was pretty good. That was just a minute. Good job, Nelson. <laughs> oh, thank you. I tried. I tried. <laughs> We'll figure this podcast thing out soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50, 50 episodes in and we're still trying to figure out how we can optimize this. Go figure, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Monica, that was fun. East Side, it was it was hard. I mean, there's there's so many to choose from for me personally because I've lived here, and every time people ask me, it's like, oh, what's to eat on the East Side? It's like, oh, there's nothing good to eat on the East Side. Well, I think I just disproved all of that. <laughs> there's a bunch of places that I do like to go to. I think there's some there's some good ones, and we haven't even mentioned the other ones too. I mean, there's there's a lot of restaurants that are popping up right now because the population is growing on the east side mm-hmm. and not a lot of people want to drive across the bridge mm-hmm. and um so there's a lot of restaurants that are opening up around this area too as mm-hmm. well all right east side perfect so if you don't remember just re-listen to everything and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it all <laughs> i think somebody asked me after we did our first one it's like can you make a list it's just like well that's why we did the show <laughs> so <laughs> People are so used to it because because there's a lot of YouTube videos that give you the summaries of everything and like yeah. oh at at mark at minute four fourteen you can listen to this segment and things like that so. for sure and I will say if anyone out there is interested in interning to do show notes we welcome you Seattle <laughs> <laughs> Funny Podcast now accepting applications for interns. <laughs> Oh man, see what happens when we get to 50 episodes. We go big time like that, Monica. Jeez. All right. I'm trying to stay humble here and you're like, no way. We are we are out there. Okay. I'm so humble. I'm just hungry. <laughs> All right. If you're hungry, I think it's time to end our show. Monica, 50 episodes. And you know what that means? Two more episodes and it's our anniversary. Crazy. Two more episode versary. <laughs> Is that what you said? Two more episode versary. No, two more episodes, and we have our anniversary. Oh yes, one year of Seattle Foodie Podcast, you guys. Episode fifty-two, fifty-two weeks. AKA, AKA our two two week episode anniversary or two week episode anniversary. <laughs> I don't know how you call it. whatever you call it. I don't know what it is. Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming up, you guys. That's all you need it's to coming know. It's coming up. up. It's, it's coming. It's coming up. I can't believe it. All right. I can't believe we did it a year of, year's worth of episodes. This is insane. This is it's, insane. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it either. Yeah. Just one Literally day. insane. Doing yeah. the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nelson. <laughs> okay. I'm giving you my, what my son says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's close this out. Monica, anything else to add before we go? No, I think that's it. Super excited about this episode and glad we're finally doing the East Side because many people have asked for it since the beginning. Nelson's such a great resource. If you guys have any questions about the East Side, ask Nelson. Yeah, ask me. Go ahead. I love him. Yeah, bring him. Bring him on. I'm I'm here to help you. (laughs) All right, guys. I think that's pretty much our show for today. Thank you so much for listening as always. We love you. Thank you so much. And Happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.